0: your boy, W-I-Z-E, and today's episode is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future, starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes while activating their child's broader community to give contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. We're teaming up with Early Bird, To give our listeners a free $15 investment to gift to a child you love, simply go to partners.getearlybird.io backslash podcast or the link in our show notes. Download the app and create an account today. Early Bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. And you know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. And welcome to another episode. I'm your host, W-I-Z-E Wise. And I have a very special guest on today. He's an internationally known speaker, comedian, fight director, stuntman. This man has so many titles, but right now they also call him the corporate action hero. Welcome to the show, John Davis. Well, I am very excited to be here
1: and get into getting unstuck in my mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's just funny how it's the title. I I made the title because prior to me doing my podcast, it was me. Stuck in my own head, doubting myself about wanting to do the podcast, just making up every excuse possible to why I didn't want to do the podcast. Oh, I sound horrible. Who the hell would want to listen to me? Oh, you, you suck. Nobody would want to listen to you. And then it's just me just kicking that fear and and just going at it and having a great time doing it talking to some great people meeting some great 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 and amazing people that that I've been able to learn from and hopefully the people that are listening got are able to learn from so that's why this is happening right now
1: well you you have you you're already speaking my game cuz that's that's the stuff that I talk about all the time when I work for companies and with individuals getting over their fears of self-doubts or self-limitations awakening that inner action hero and going out there and achieving more in their life. And it all depends on you taking that, that first step through fear and getting into that, that small action that you take to get things rolling.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. That's, that's one of the key things that I've come to realize that it was me always holding myself back. It's, it's always been me doubting what I can do. And once I let go of that fear, So many things opened up Like I started creating Different shows Doing different things I started a production company We're launching An internet radio station I started creating logos I I do all my own Cover art For my podcast And I started getting All these different offers And all of these uh, these Opportunities Coming to 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 Coming my way Because I just let go I just Said you know what Let me just Put myself out there And And now I'm, I'm, I'm about to sponsor a a indie podcast and it's, it's just great, man. It's just, it's a fresh, fresh feeling that I have, I've never felt till I started doing this.
1: Well, I'll tell you what you just described. You just described being authentically you as opposed to being authentically your subconscious beliefs. And by stepping into being authentically you, you know, the universe, the world, the God, whatever you wanna call it, it's gonna reward you for you because you can't be loved for being you if you're not you, if you're the doubts and, and limitations of your past experience or what some other people might have said about you in the past. You know, you can take their beliefs or you can take your own. And it's so much, so much more fun. I can tell you, it is so much more fun to take your own beliefs and go forward. Because I have done crazy and amazing things in my life. And I can't tell you how many people told me I never would.
0: Oh, man, yes. So what is a comedy sword fighter? (laughs) Great question.
1: So when I was a young man, I wanted to be a sword fighting Uh, Robin Hood. I wanted. uh, Errol Flynn was my hero. I wanted to swing from trees and sword fight. Always had a stick in my hand running out in the woods doing all kinds of crazy things. When I got into my early 20s I wanted to become a stuntman and a fight director and specifically a fight choreographer doing sword fights because that was my big thing. And uh, I put together a comedy show called Hack and Slash which traveled all over the world. Two man comedy sword fighting show. But that show was put together after a very specific incident. And the incident gave me a uh, gave me the tools that I use to achieve everything in my life now. Well, basically, what happened is, is I was on the way to doing that stunt show, and um, and a uh, buddy of mine called me up and said, "Hey, can you help me unload my van?" And I drove out to his house and. Uh, was helping him unload boxes of clay. He was a professional potter and uh, he had 80 pound boxes of clay in his van. And I climbed up in the van. I picked up that first box and I twisted to set that box outside. And my spine split in two, quite literally my spine split in two. I collapsed. I was paralyzed. And, um, doctors gave me all kinds of limiting beliefs telling me I would never be a stuntman. I would never be a fight director. I would never do anything at that point. I couldn't walk. And, uh, through using my, my mental flexibility by leveraging my present moment and not listening to what anybody else had to say about my life and creating my own life, I went on to do over 4,000 live comedy sword fighting shows. It took a year and a half, and at a year and a half after the accident, I was standing on top of a three-story tower, and I jumped. <laughs> and I landed in a fall pad. Wow. That, and, uh, that's, that, that was the greatest celebration day of
0: my life, man. I don't know I I can yeah I can I couldn't imagine like not being able to walk and then just not not listening to anybody what anyone told you and and you knowing in your true self that I'm going to walk again this is going to happen there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to walk and that's and that's what something that I've come to realize doing my podcast that people need the need my show to at least know that Hey, this is these are just regular people doing these things. These are amazing people, just like you and me. Just they're out there. You just need to listen to their story. They're, stop listening to whatever is out there on, on the media, media, and on social media, and all this. There are really amazing stories out there of people like yourself that have turned their life around and 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 spoken their life into existence.
1: Well, let me let me, let me add to this story just a little bit. Before all of that, uh, I was the son of an an alcoholic abuser, and he had seven kids, and I was the one of the seven that he didn't like. He took everything out of me, which took away all of my self-confidence, all of my self-belief, and turned me into a complete introvert. And I had to set that that down because he had given me a large amount of belief about my life. And when I decided to become a stuntman and a fight director, he was not supportive of anything I did. In fact, his entire life, he never, he never once said a positive word to me about something I did. Uh, I remember late in life, for not too long before he passed away, um, I had already done six USO tours to the front lines of Iraq and Afghanistan, and the, the Marines had given me a gift of a beautiful leather bomber jacket with my name on it and everything. And uh, we were at a convenience store, and my father uh, said to the cashier, he said, See that jacket? The Marines gave that to my son. I'm really proud of him, but he never said those words to me his entire life. And so you can, you know, you can have people who are going to limit your belief. I can, you know, I have done amazing things in my life, but I came from a place where where I could have gone a whole different way. And it really was me grabbing my own experience and realizing that I'm the creator of my life and not somebody else's choices.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. I, I lost my first wife when I was 31 years old in a car accident, and. Mm. I went down a very dark path, and I was I was lost for some time. And it took me really pulling myself out, not wanting to be in that dark place anymore, to eventually work my way up, meet another one, another lady that helped me get back on my path, and and now things are just happening that I, I'm blessed because I know it could have been worse. I could have really stood in that dark place and. And really, gone that and down that. Because I was self-destructive for for a while, and I know this because I, I went to therapy and then I spoke. And it it really helped. People people have this stigma that if you go to therapy and 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 you really speak and really get to let some of these emotions out, it really helps. It really does help you and and you start realizing that hey listen i control my life i the things my actions are we're going to dictate what's going to happen in my life so by me absolutely. Re- absolutely so by me really focusing on this and really put, putting this my energy towards this in in a positive way it's coming back to me so much in so much ways so many ways that i'm i'm just i'm humbled and it's just People say, I need to, you need to enjoy," it, but it's just like I I don't know. Boy. It's just it's great. It's just a feeling because I don't really do it for for the recognition. I do it because I I enjoy it and I love it. It's just to right, be able right. to, to speak to these people and and for them to take that time to listen to me. It's it's just it's just wow. Right.
1: Well, you know it's you know, what, Indian Larry was a famous motorcycle builder and. He had a quote he always "Say when you do what you love, the money will come. And and that's been so true in my life. I, ever since my accident, I, I followed my passions and everything. And let me tell you where it led me. It led me to 30 countries around the world. It led me into the pyramids of Giza. I climbed Mount Sinai. I swam in the River Jordan. I climbed Machu Picchu. I was in the Blue Lagoons of Iceland. I've been all over the world. I've worked with movie stars. I've I've done every, every, any goal I've ever set myself, I was a college professor, I was an artistic director, you know, anything I've ever wanted to do, I've just followed my passion and followed my heart wholeheartedly. And every time that I have done that, someone has told me I couldn't. And and every time that I've done it, I've gone back and I've just done it anyway. Because no one can create your experience. Now, if you take this out of, out of, um, Everyday talk, and you put it into like almost like a spiritual perspective. You know, Buddha says, What you think you become, you create your world. Krishna said, You are the culmination of your thought. Um, Gandhi said, You must be the change you want to see in the world. You must be it. And uh, Jesus said, Whatever you ask in God's name is granted. But Moses said that God's name was I am. So, in other words, if you're declaring your life through the words I am, I am this blank, I am. Now you can say I am depressed, and you're going to get a loving, <laughs> loving God to give you depressed, right? Because that's what that's what the promise was. Whatever you ask doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. Whatever you ask, you're going to get, right? And so you get focused on a negative outcome. You're going to see lots of negative. But you know the interesting thing that's that 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 quote that I just said: whatever you ask in God's name is granted. That's not the good quote. The, the next line is the good quote. The, the The line that comes after that that most people don't ever ever read out loud. The line actually is, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing is impossible for you. You can do anything in your life. I was told flat out I would never walk again. And by leveraging my I am my moment, my, my present moment, I started with flexing my upper back muscles. And in my present moment, I made a small success. I, I flexed those muscles. And slowly I moved those down to muscles down my back until I got all the way down to just above my injury. And then the day after that, I flexed my hip muscles, which the doctors were blown away because they were like, how did he do that? How did he get to the hip muscles? Because he shouldn't have been able to. Because I have a condition called spina bifida occulta that literally, literally means that my spine is split in two because I have two, three vertebrae that never formed properly. And what it did was it pinched off my spinal column. And I should never have been able to walk again. But here I was flexing my hip muscles below the injury. So they were like, "Well, this is impossible." Well, by 30 days I was sitting up. By six months I was walking up and down hallway. At at a year I was back to where I considered I was uh, pretty normal, but not not as strong as I was when I was doing stunt work and, and network. that work. But at a year and six months, I jumped off a tower, right? Because nothing can hold me back. And and I remember a, a quote from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Somebody, He said, I love when people tell me that it can't be done because I know I'm going to be the first. And that's, that's the key. you got to realize that you are the one who's creating your experience, and only you can do it.
0: Oh, I agree with you 100%. 100%. So why do you call yourself the corporate action hero?
1: <laughs> great,
0: great question.
1: Okay. The word action means to create motion, start momentum, or to do something. The word hero is someone who achieves an extraordinary result in the service of others, and what I discovered as I went on with my comedy sword fighting show and wearing tights and living in the woods at Renaissance festivals and stuff like that, <laughs> I ended up enjoying the time after the show more than I did doing the show. I found myself sitting in the audiences, helping people reach their goals with what I had learned through my my traumatic injury, and and how they can achieve more and more lo- their life. And I had to, I had one woman that I was working with who was, an, who was agoraphobic. She could never leave her house. She was too afraid to leave. Well, a year after I started working with her, she took a solo trip to Africa, climbed a mountain, and hung out with gorillas, right, on her own, right? We literally got her out of that mindset. So here I was with this, with this skill set um, that could help people achieve more in their life, could overcome their fear, could get them moving, at, moving towards a, their own dynamic life like I was having. It would be completely wrong of me if I was a true action hero, someone who's achieving extraordinary results in service of others, to, to not share that information. So I had to find a way to com- combine what I love to do in my show, which was swords and whips and numchucks and comedy and all that stuff, combine that with uh, helping people achieve their goals. So I created the corporate action hero. I go into companies all over the, all over the world. Uh, like I said, I've, I've spoken a uh, total of 16 countries speaking. But um, I've been all over the world, and um, I go in. I help people achieve their personal and professional goals, and I help companies achieve their their set goals, all by awakening uh, their interaction hero and getting them back in play and setting down their past fears and anxieties.
0: Awesome! That's awesome. I I, I love I, I love what you're doing, man. That's that's great. Because that's that's, that's <laughs> and what I
1: still get to crack whips and do num checks. Yeah, cool.
0: it's. <laughs> it's, your, it's you found something that you love to do, and you inserted a part of your personality because that's what you, you like. You said you you was a big old Flint fan, and you wanted a sword fight, and you incorporated it into something else. You you found great something that you're great at, and that's motivating people. It, it's that's just like wow, like awesome. That's just and who wouldn't want to go to work? And that's, and that's not even work. That who wouldn't want to go do that every day?
1: The, the year before COVID, I traveled 200 days. I loved it so much. I, and, and when I say travel, I mean I was in five-star resorts all the time because they would fly, fly me in to speak. And so I was getting the, the top-of-the-line treatment through a whole, whole thing. And, and uh, now COVID hit. It was like, you know, the, COVID for the speaking industry was like the Marvel blip so half the speakers went away, and all the work, right? <laughs> so uh, here I was in that situation. But what I learned, trem- because of that, my back injury and what I'd gone through, I knew that anything that comes up that seems contrary to what I'm trying to achieve is just is just another part of the journey. It's you know, it's I don't get I don't get knocked down by stuff. What I do is I go, oh, okay. What are we doing now? You know, where am I headed now? Because I know my goal is this, so I'm still going to go there. But how do I get there now? This new thing that's popped up. So COVID hit. I upped my video game. I, you know, I bought a green screen and I got new lighting and I have two studios in my house. I have a teleprompter right here in front of me. You know, I I, I upped my video game. I started writing my book. I started creating online uh, programs, which aren't done yet, but they will be in about six months. I'm going to make sure they're right the way I want them before I put them out. And I started doing virtual speeches. So, COVID's going to end. I'm going to have live speeches, virtual speeches, a book, and and a couple of online programs, and so and also subconscious mind training, um, meditation uh, recordings as well. Yeah.
0: No. And you, so you, you invested for what for because it's going to be big. Like doing is vir- Not everyone's going to be ready to go out into the world. They're going to do a lot of virtual coaching still. And by you investing in the lighting and this green screen and you and your presentation, hell yeah, hell yeah, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? They're going to still pay you the same amount of money either. And listen, and you don't have to leave the comforts of your home.
1: Uh, you know what? And and, and uh, one of the benefits of COVID is none of us ever have to wear pants anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: I, I, I wear, I wear, I wear my pajama pants all day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, Great! Oh, Isn't it the
1: best? <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it. But it's, it's giving people like it's giving people like myself an op- an an opportunity and a forum and a platform to really. I took people like at first, me and my nephew were like, oh man, we kind of feel bad because we're having all this success during the pandemic and. How do you, how do you, how do you act? How do you respond? How do you, do do you not celebrate your success? Do you, do you celebrate your success? It's just so many different emotions going on right now.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing is, is, is if someone's looking at you disparagingly because of, of your success, then they're not really a friend, number one. Number, number two, um, the best thing you can do is celebrate your success so that you can be an example for others to get out of their own way because the reason they're not celebrating their success is because they haven't adapted to the new reality and the new, the change has come. You know, got, people have to remain flexible in times of uncertainty and adversity. Um, when that thing pops up, it, it's really a, kind of an interesting thing. You know, we, let, me, let me break it out this way. We only live in one moment. You know, we, we're only conscious in one moment, the present moment. It's the only moment that you can think, do, or say anything, thought, word, and deed, right? And your past, all your past is, is a a collection of present moment memories. And those present moment memories of your past create the subconscious belief that you're working from, right? Now, the future is just a place where you set goals for your next present moment that you're going to experience. See, where people get stuck is in their past they've had negative experiences, so they're, they're following the beliefs of the past. You've got to set those negative experiences down, clean the slate, and move forward. The other thing that they do is they look at this giant goal in front of them where they want to be, and they think they have to struggle to get to it. I can't tell you how many people I've coached who, who had, took the belief that struggle equals growth. Well, you don't have to struggle for growth. You have to do what you love, and the money comes, right? So they look at that giant goal as if they have to get to it. Well, You're not going to get to it. It's going to come to you because when you experience it, it's going to be in your present moment. So the only thing you can do to get to that outcome is to make your present moment as successful as possible. You know, small, little, tiny present moment successes. The cool part is when you start stacking your present moment successfully, your subconscious mind starts getting filled with successful, positive moments. Right and then, over time, your subconscious mind becomes po- positive and successful now you're in a a, 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 a never ending exponential loop where it's just growing and growing and growing. You know life is about motion, life is about moving it's like water in nature if if water's running downhill, it's full of oxygen, it's full of life, it's healthy. Take that same water and put it in a puddle. it becomes stagnant and poisonous, and bugs lay their eggs in it so your life has got to be about motion, and the only place you can take a motion or make a motion is right here, right now. And so that whole experience, that linear timeline that you're on, is stationary where you are. It's that moment you have to go here. I'm creating the motion because if you don't create the motion, your subconscious mind will.
0: It, it's it's with me. It's growing. It's just to me. It's just life lessons. You could. It's you continue. You continue to grow and learn and experience. And like you said, once you become stagnant, it becomes poison. Like you said, the water becomes stagnant. It becomes poisonous. The, the flies lay the eggs. This is true. This this is what people fail to realize. is like life is just learning experience. You keep growing and, and doing. You don't want to. When I was stuck in my mind, I was stuck. I was not advancing. I was not improving people the people i was I was associating with myself with weren't the people that were going to help me get to where i needed to be at i needed to surround my people i needed to surround myself keep at with people who are doing these things who are who are creating pocket who are creators who are and then it just started flowing i started and then creators started coming to me and and everything just started blossoming and people just coming in at the right time. At first it was me having to go out and get guests. Now it's people contacting me to wanna do my show. And that's awesome. That's I remember when I used to have to hunt for people to go like go out and send everybody, Hey, you wanna be can you do my show? And they're like, ah, eh, no, you know, you know. And now I have people reaching out to me like, "Hey, listen, I saw your, I, your, your, I saw, I heard your podcast. I, my, my client would be a great guest on your show." I'm like, "Okay, sure." And and it ends up that these shows end up being some good shows because these are people that I'm somehow just attracting, and and when it's working, and things are just like I said, are just blossoming. I love it.
1: It's right, right. You know, and for, for me, you know, the speaking industry was, was floundering because of the, the COVID thing. And I said, well, what, what, what else can I do? I'm already doing all these other things. There's got to be other actions that I can take here and now. And one of those things was, well, maybe you should get on some podcasts. So I said, okay. So I, d- I reached out looked online. I found this thing that said Podmatch.com. And I was like, oh, what's that? I signed up for Podmatch.com. I started Podmatch.com the middle of January. And right now, what's it? A, uh, middle of April right now. So what's that? Four, four months? Three months? Yeah, yeah see, about four February, months. March, April. Yeah, okay, about four months. So in four months, this morning I, I did my 50th interview right, Wow! in four months. So, you know, y- the only reason that happened is because I took an action towards, I found you on Podmatch and I reached out to you. You know, I've reached out to other people. and and i'm i'm getting booked but what's really interesting about pod, podcasts in general is when you search john davis corporate action hero online right now the first five or six pages you're going to find that probably a third or more of them are podcasts i've been on so i have just blown my 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 internet footprint up huge so which in the speaking industry you want to be a, known as a thought leader or an expert and by me being on a ton of podcasts, I am now an expert online. So now I'm getting reached out to people all the time asking me to be on their podcast or asking me to come on their news and talk about the, the stresses that people are under or overcoming adversity. And, you know, I get that all the time now because of the fact that that I took the action to reach out and, and not stay stagnant in that moment.
0: Yeah. And that's that's one of the reasons I, I, I joined PodMatch as well. Was because I, I was reading it. I, I read. I read into it, and I was looking into the guests. And when I signed up, it was just a lot of the guests that I was receiving were people I wanted on my show. It, it was topics that I wanted to put out there. They just happened to be some great interviews. Like these, people, actually, with me doing Podmatch, it actually kind of set the tone to where to what direction I really wanted to go with my podcast like I w- I would interview celebrities and all that and everything but once I started doing the pod match I, I would get I was getting more self-help more educational more so my podcast started shifting in that direction where it's mile more based on self-help as far as people can this topics that people can might be able to might be able to relate to me like okay yes this is I might I am this is something i'm, I'm experiencing on and it, from where it started me being just doing me ranting about the news and me ranting about the pandemic and everything i didn't feel right doing those those episodes those episodes really didn't didn't really inspire me it was well, when you know, i started rant
1: rants, where where's the rant focused you say a rant is focused on a negative and Self help is is focused on a positive. So it's you know, you're putting out much better stuff now than you could have by putting out a rant.
0: And that's what and that's what I've come what I started to realize is was once I started focusing on more positive topics and, and focusing on more helpful topics, my podcast started taking off. It started going it started going in a direction that I felt good about it. And that's what that's what it needed. It needed me feeling good about where in what direction the podcast was going. And it was because of the shift of energy. I shifted from focusing on that negative, those negative topics, and more towards helping.
1: Right, right. And you know, it's interesting when you first started talking about you know doing what you about being stuck in your mind, and you, you mentioned you you had to overcome some fears of just doing it. Why aren't I doing it? Why aren't I taking action? What's the fear? I created a process after my injury called the Five Fs of Achievement, and what they do is they hack the fight or flight response. And, you know, we all, we all look at every situation in our life as to whether it's a threat or not. And the first thing that happens, we, we naturally assume that we should start afraid and come, come, at, come out of the fear, out of the fear. The tough part is a lot of people will get stuck in their fears. And when I, I said that very specifically, stuck in their fears, they feel like they're inside of it. They feel like they don't control it. And the thing is, people need to start r- recognizing when they're in fear. And that's pretty easy to do. Number one, nine times out of ten, you don't feel like you're, you're breathing well, your chest is tight, you're in this, this physical state of, of fear, right? So the first thing you have to do is label it as a fear. Oh, that is fear. Once you label something, you're no longer inside of it. It's now outside of you psychologically. So you can grab it and say, okay, there it is. It now doesn't have control of me. I have control of it. The next thing you got to do is you have to realize that fear is not rooted in your present moment. Fear, when you break it down scientifically, is an emotional reaction to some future event that may or may not happen. With you focused on a negative outcome, it's you being having negative, negatively focused on certainty. And so, if it is about a future event and there is not a set outcome yet, there's nothing to worry about now because it's not here. It's there, right? (laughs) The next thing is is that. That primal fight or flight response that most people, like I said, they, they feel like they can't breathe. And it's not that they can't breathe. The, we all have a primal reaction to fear. And that primal reaction is we, we gasp. We go, oh! we, we gasp for air, right? And that gasping for air is not losing air. That gasping for air is filling your lung up. The reason why people don't f- feel like they can't breathe is because their lungs are full and they can't put more air in. When you go into a primal fear response, your body automatically starts conserving air so that you can run further and faster. And so when you look at actors on Broadway, when they forget all their lines, the first thing they're trained to do is exhale and relax all their muscles. And what happens is, they relax all their muscles, and all their lines rush right back into their head because they shut off the primal response. And so, I mean, that's... that's, That is one of the the first key elements people have to remember. Get into a fear response, exhale, breathe, relax. Realize nothing's happening right now, right? It's not in this present moment. So the first of my five S is fearlessness. The next part is to get past that fear, you have to get focused on a positive outcome, right? Okay, and literally a positive outcome, not a negative one, because whatever you focus on, you're going to see, because your subconscious mind is going to show it to you, right? So you got to focus on a positive outcome. When I was on the front lines of Iraq and Afghanistan, I did six USO tours, uh, entertaining soldiers from 2001 to 2006. And... I asked the soldiers, I said, when you go out there, you know, how, you know, how can you do that? You know, that you're probably going to get into a firefight. You're probably going to have bombs and everything else shot at you. How, you know, how can you go into that? They say, well, first we have to set our fear aside, which is what we've already discussed. He says, but it's easy for us because we have an objective. We know where we're headed, right? And so having that extra focus gives us a chance. So it's fearlessly focus, right? And I can tell you from experience, when you're standing on top of a three-story tower looking down, you're not focused on the tower. <laughs> you're focused on where the heck you're going to land. I promise you. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> so you got to get on that po- that positive focus of where you're going. Definitely.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen. That's a way that's a long way up, man. So, yeah, you
1: got to <laughs> tell you what I'll tell you what. It looks longer when you're on top than when you're on the ground looking up.
0: <laughs> it really does.
1: Oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, so we got fearlessly in focus. And the next one is is uh, faith, confidence, belief. You can. Um, now, a lot of people find their faith in their spirituality. That's great. If that's where you find your faith, that's fine. Everybody's spiritual journey is their own personal journey. You know, Um But I believe that all the spiritual teachers would talk about you taking your own confidence, your own belief, your own faith. You know, Jesus said it's your faith that heals you. And uh, as I said, Buddha said what you think you become. So it is you thinking and doing and saying. And so you have to get that belief behind what it is you're doing. You have to believe you're going to hit that fall pad. You have to believe you're going to, you know, get that objective, right? So you have fearlessly focused with faith. The next one's the hardest one. It's the one that you and I started this conversation kind of on, and it's follow through. Follow through, actually doing something, you know? There's only one moment you can make make an action, and it's your present moment. So you have to start the momentum of physical action because words and thoughts without actions are just daydreams. You know, They're just daydreams. you got to have action behind it for it to be creative. You have to have all three. Those are the key elements. So you got fearlessly focused with faith and follow through. And then the last one is the one that got me really out of the bed in a big way was um, flexibility of mind, flexibility. So fearlessly focused with faith, follow through with flexibility. When something comes up, you have to realize that it's part of the process. As we said earlier, the subconscious mind will show you things will show you what you're thinking. If you consciously think about something, your subconscious mind will show it to you. If I like a certain kind of car, I will see that kind of car everywhere because that's the conscious mind saying, oh, look, there's the car. There's the subconscious saying, there it is, there it is. So I have to realize that if something came up that seemed to block my path to my outcome, that's the subconscious mind showing it to me because the subconscious mind is saying, this needs to be addressed to get your goal. It's not saying, ha-ha, I got you." I'm trying to stop you, right, <laughs> right, right? You can't do it because of this. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. You have to, uh, I stay on my goal, stay on my target. Uh, if, I had, if I had let the, the, the words of those doctors live in my brain, get stuck in my mind, as it were, um, I would not be here today. I would not be doing these things. I mean, because I, 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 I almost, well, I didn't almost, but I was contemplating suicide, um, when I was told I would never be a, a stuntman or a fight director or have a physical career, I, I went to some very deep and dark places during that time. And had I followed their their beliefs and their faith, I wouldn't be here right now. I, I have no doubt in my mind. But instead, by following my own and becoming the creator of my experience, man, I have done cool, cool things all over the world. It's been the best life ever um, so heck, far, and it's listen, only going to get better.
0: Listen, heck yeah. Like, look, look where you've come, you they told you you would never walk you 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 showed them up you showed them you will you will you would walk again and you would do stunts still and you would be a fight director listen i would oh my god i would flaunt that everywhere like this these these are things people need to see is it, is this is this is just to show you that the mind is is capable of so many different things
1: Everybody's, as 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 he said, nothing is impossible for you. Nothing's impossible. You have you have the you have the choice, but you know you got to realize that today's choices are tomorrow's outcomes. And if you're choosing to be negative, you're gonna be you're gonna to live a negative life. You know, the the, the problem that a lot of people I, that I see have is is they look at the world as a negative, and we live in a predominantly positive world, and people are like. How, how can you say that? There's so much crap going on in the world right now. I said, well, think about it this way. Think about it from a very simple level. If I was going to hop in my car every day and commute to work 30 miles north of here, uh, I'd probably pass 1,000 cars on the road every day. And every day I might see one accident to the side of the road. Probably not every day, but you know, let's just say every day. So every day I pass one little car off the side of the road. Tonight on the news that accident's going to be on the news because that accident is the anomaly. What should be the headline of the news tonight is that 999 cars made it safely to their destination without a problem, right? <laughs> so not only is our world predominantly positive, it's 99.9% predominantly positive. The, the, the anomalies, the things that are going wrong in the world, are, are popping up so that we know what to fix. Not not so that that we can propel them forward and make them bigger. They're there so we know what has to be worked on because there's always something to work on because that's the way the world works. You know.
0: Absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, and this is why I love doing the podcast, man. It's because I get to speak to people like you, man. I get to learn and and listen to you, to to your story and. And take that as inspiration to motivation. Like, listen, this is a man who they told could to never walk. Look at him; he's walking. Mm. I can do some amazing things. And this, I said,
1: you know, walking was amazing <laughs> for me. Just walking was amazing. Yeah, you
0: know? it's like look at the things I take. It just pushes. It just goes. It just, it just makes me like listen. These are I need to stop taking a va- like. Just need to push myself harder, right? And and And, you know, if
1: if you're a person who always has an excuse, you'll become known for always having an excuse instead of for what you achieve, right? And you, we tell ourselves excuses all the time. Oh, I can't do that because I don't know how to, or I can't do that because I'm too heavy, or I'm too thin, or I'm too fat, or I'm too black, or I'm too white, or I'm too yellow, or I'm you know, you know, there's you know, races in there huge, right, as well. We but but we all have to grab our own power. You know, I I have known um, I've known really horrible people from all walks of life, and I've known really good people from all walks of life. But when I traveled through Egypt, I'll tell you a quick story. And I don't know how much longer we have. We got time. Um, if you don't, it's uh, up to you.
0: I yeah. got time. <laughs> all
1: right. So so I was in Egypt in 2000. I spent a month over there just traveling through Egypt, going all over the place, and. Everywhere I went, I was treated like an absolute prince. I was invited into people's homes. I met some of the most famous archaeologists that uh, Egypt has. I've been in pyramid after pyramid after pyramid. I was, I mean, and I got invited into places that no one has ever been. And, and I was just, I was telling everybody that I met, I was like, God, I love your country so much. And everybody's so great. And I was, so, I was giving them the respect that they deserved, the love that they reserved. They deserved, and I was getting in in turn, right. And I'll tell you to give you an example of how well I was treated. uh, We uh, we flew into Sharm el-Sheikh, which is a beach town over by on the on the Red Sea, and that's where you catch your cab to go to Mount Sinai. And so you get in a cab and you take you drive three hours out into the desert to get to Mount Sinai. And I got to Mount Sinai. And I walked into the hotel. Now, hotel is a grand word for what it really was. <laughs> it, it was it, it was a hut with several huts around it, right? <laughs> and, and, I, and I walked into the lobby, and I, the manager was right there. And I walked in. And I said, "How are you today?" He says, "I'm good. I am good, sir. I am good." And I said, uh, "I said, I, you know, I'm having. I love your country." He says, "You like it? What do you like about it?" And I'm, I'm talking to him. I'm like. I said, yeah, everything's so great. I especially love the food. He says, well, what, what kind of food do you like? And I said, well, my favorite so far is koshery and full sandwiches. And he gets this real quizzical look on his face. He says, that's, that's the peasant food. That's what we eat. You're, you're not, that's not tourist food. What, what are you doing? So that night came dinner time. So we all came back to the central hut for dinner. Now, <laughs> you walk in. They don't hand you a menu. You sit down. And the kitchen's open, and people they bring out the same meal for everybody, basically. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching as table by table is getting these gorgeous steak dinners all around me, like beautiful steak dinners. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Suddenly, the kitchen doors kick open, and this gigantic steaming bowl of koshery surrounded by full sandwiches hits my table, right? <laughs> this guy made a special dinner for me. And then after I was done that, he brought me my steak dinner as well, so I was stuffed, right? So that was, that was a great example. Now, I started climbing Mount Sinai at 1 o'clock in the morning. It takes five hours to climb. And the reason you start at 1 in the morning is because when you reach the top, you get there just before sunrise. And so you're watching the sunrise from the top of Mount Sinai in Egypt, right? Coolest thing ever. So I start climbing at 1 o'clock. About 2.30 on the side of Mount Sinai in the darkness, I hear, John! John which by the way was really trippy hearing your name called in the darkness on Mount Sinai that was kind of weird <laughs> but but it, it wasn't God it wasn't God it was it was the manager of the hotel running up the mountain he had run up the mountain an hour and a half to catch me to give me a coat because he thought I was going to be cold now that that's how I was treated now the next day I came down from the mountain at, at the base of the mountain is a is a Byzantine monastery called St. Catherine's Monastery and I'm walking through St. Catherine's Monastery, beautiful all the incenses burning and all the all the Byzantine monks with the beards and the whole, whole it was awesome, it was just amazing and I suddenly hear this voice and he says, hey, are you American? And I, Yeah, I'm American. He says, yeah, me too. Have you been having problems since you've been here? I said, no I, I've been treated like a prince. He said, everywhere I go people want to fight me. And five minutes later, I wanted to kick that guy's butt because <laughs> <laughs> he was just a jerk, right? You know, you create your experience. If you create lovingly, and you and you, in the Bible they call it sowing and reaping. You know, uh, in in other Eastern other other religions, they talk they call it like karma, right? What you're putting out, you're getting back. And but re- the reality of it is, is, is if you put out positive, you get positive. If you put out negative, you get negative. And the second you put out fear, you get things to be fearful for.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. And and when people, and and that's that was one of the, like I said, that was one of the big key things with me was the fear. The fear, just letting the fear control me. Letting it, not letting me do what I wanted to do. I had one in the podcast since 2019. It took me to get furloughed in 2020 to really stop being afraid and just go just go do it just just focus and do the podcast and and I started with a little 5 minute talk and went to 7 minutes and and, and as and as I improved behind the mic and I got more comfortable talking to guests the time extended it went from 25 minutes to 30 40 50 minutes sometimes if the me and the guest had time we probably would do two hours it it all depends on how the conversation was going and and so sometimes you just get those conversations where you go 35 45 minutes and you don't know where the time goes and it's because it's just a great conversation
1: right right i i completely agree and i think i think as long as the as long as the conversation is delivering value then a podcast will be popular because people have to have the value You know, they have to see why they're, why they're listening.
0: And like I said, to me, for anyone because that's one thing you don't get back is time and it's precious. So for people to listen to me and give me their time, again, it's humbling to me because this is something they don't, they like, they're, they're really willing to, to spend, to listen, and and I love and it's just I feel the love and the energy and and I just want to continue to do right by them so that's why I try to improve. I want to improve for them because they're giving their 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 time. I want to give them the value for their time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and when you're helping others grow, it can only it can only grow you, because that's that's the exponential growth that, that you're both going to receive from. From the actions, the thought, words, and deeds you're putting out, you know, when you when you're focused on giving growth, there's no way in it, there's no way you're not going to grow as well. And you know, for me, I started studying spirituality way back, and the more I broadened my, I was very fortunate. My mom has her master's, had her master's degree. She passed away now, but had her master's degree in liturgy, and she was head of head of liturgical doctrine out at my Catholic church. Right, but my mom, it, when I turned eighteen, she came to me and she said. She says, "John, you are eighteen now." Uh, she says, uh, um, "She says, spiritual journeys are personal journeys, and you need to find what you believe. And you know, it may be that you, the, that Catholicism is right for you, but you need to find your own pathway because that's the only way you'll, you'll ever find the true contentment in your life." So I started studying, and I studied the Quran and and the Bhagavad Gita and the uh, the Vakram and the Bible and you know, everything I could find. You know the writings of Baha'i, and every, everything. And the more I studied, the more I kept finding these universal truths in all of it. And then I was able to go, okay. So I am the one creating my experience with, with whatever the the source is. The source is God. You know, Einstein said that everything you see is is nothing but an energy event. It's just just literally atomic energy. But noetic science with Edgar Mitchell, he discovered that when you think, you can literally measure the waves in that energy. When you think with intention to a specific point, they can measure something happening at that point. They don't necessarily know what it is yet, but they can measure something happening where you put your intention. So, Science is now beginning to prove that what we think is creative. And so if you want to create a a really positive podcast, what you're doing is already working because of the fact that you yourself are thinking into existence the positive value that you deliver and that you get. And so, I mean, it's, it's it's just an amazing thing to watch people. People don't realize that, you know, when they think negatively, they're putting that same wave thought out there, and that's being creative, you know so th- that positive focus that you can create in your life can change so much so quickly and one one more little thing that i just want to mention is there's a, there's there's a, a line in the in the bible that i think is misunderstood and it's it's be born again i don't i don't think that means some esoteric thing i mean i think it literally means start over i mean you know, i think it literally means clean your slate set down your past experience and start over and when, I, when that doctor told me I couldn't or I could, you know, I, I could choose which one it was. And I could choose to say, you know, I believe that what my father said, that I was worthless and a bum, right, and that, that I could never achieve anything in my life and, I, you know, anything I wanted to do, I would never do. That's those, those things my father always used to tell me. Now, I could carry that through the rest of my life and never achieve anything, or I can set that down, clean my slate, and start building new. And it's really up to me to make those choice, that choice.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with you with, with everything you just said I agree with you It's it's your choices It's the decisions you make Like you said the, the actions you do for today Will affect you tomorrow And you just have to keep Again, it's all about growing and growth And just not staying stagnant Just continuously learn I've added so many different new titles In the last year I've added I've added CEO I've added editor I've added um executive producer I've added whole all these different titles I'm like you I'm I'm working on I'm working on a book so I'll add author to that title it's so many different things that are just coming from, people say like people want to Think that once they start podcasting, that they're gonna monetize their podcast instantly. No, that's not gonna happen. But I'm a hustler. I'm from. I, I I grew up knowing that it's not just focusing on one thing. I started. I started like putting myself out there as a podcast editor. I've people are hiring me to edit their podcast. I've uh, started doing logo. I actually. I had a, I did a, just did a logo recently, and the client sent me the sticker, and it was, it was That was my first logo that I sold. Is all these different things, but it's all, creates it's all creative parts of myself that I didn't know I had. It, was, it these are things that I, a couple of years ago, I wasn't doing, but me podcasting opened up. So many new avenues and so many different things that it was just like wow, like, and again, it's all with the shift in mindset and the shift in and energy and shift and and going from, and even with me doing it, my my wife is like, she's one hundred percent because she sees the energy and the and the and the effort I put into it. Like prior to me doing it, I, I would probably spend three, four hours playing a video game. I started podcasting and started doing all this, and I started my energy would start going in a different direction. That when she noticed me doing this at this pace and at at, at how I wanted to do it, and I wasn't playing video games no more, she she was like, "I suppose she's like, listen, you love," she says, "for you to stop playing your video games and really focus." On this and doing what you're doing, she says, I have to support you. This is, I'm really seeing your dedication to this. And if I, and she goes, If I, if I, if I can't get behind you 100%, then yeah, then no. So she's got my back 100%. She pushes, she's, she's my biggest cheerleader. That's great. That's
1: great. I, I, they call me triple X cause I have three ex-wives. <laughs> <laughs> and the interesting thing was, is that the, the biggest lesson that I learned in that process was that in those relationship, I gave myself up for them rather than being me fully and authentically and The reality of it is, even in relationships, you've got to be you authentic because no one can love you for you unless you are you. If you're giving yourself up, you're no longer you. So you've got to be you fully. So when you stopped playing your video games and started getting into your podcast, you were being fully you because the things that were, you know, the the gaming, I'm sure, was at some point feeling almost stagnant like you weren't creating something. And then now you started creating something, and you feel creative and you feel exciting. My sister, my sister had her doctorate in mathematics. She was a, a math teacher all her life. She was, she was a vice principal and a principal of schools, and she—I mean, she was like a big school person. She retired. And she said, "Well, okay, I'm retired now. I think I'm going to try painting." Her first painting was photo real. It looked like a photograph, right? And it was just by taking the focus and going, okay, now I am focused on painting rather than teaching and by putting her focus there and really focusing fully, you know, she's great at focus you know, once she put her focus on it, she can achieve anything you know, and I've watched so many people in my life achieve so many great things just by put, putting their passion and their heart and their focus together and then taking a simple action and once you take that simple action, you've started motion, and that one one action will always prompt a second action, <laughs> until eventually you're moving, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely, and and it's like it's like you said, it's just put it's just put into action, just just put into action and doing it, and just just continue and and my and again, one of the things when I I started I did all my research is like one of the things when podcasters start if once the key the benchmark is 7 to 10 episodes and then they usually drop off and they then they then they don't and i'm just i just released episode 91 i'm not going anywhere i'm i'm just i'm just grinding and doing it and and loving it and just having a great time so yeah, I'm not going anywhere no time so. It
1: takes it, it takes a while to be found. It takes a while to be recognized, and it takes a while for your value to be be perceived. And so, you know, people will start ke- catching that they're listening to your podcast longer than somebody else's, and that's how you know that's how Joe Rogan grew is because he just kept talking. He just, he's a talker he just kept talking so the more he talked people liked the way he talked you know so he, he got more and more followers for me you know I, I started a podcast and and it's funny you say that i just did episode 10 <laughs> right and so i'm in the process and i'm actually debating whether i want to continue it honestly just like you said because i you know, i i much more prefer uh going out and speaking well, it's, easy. It it's easier it's okay. easier.
0: It's easier when you're the guest than when you're actual right. oh, host yeah. of the podcast. I love believe me, right. I love being a guest on other podcasts. I have the greatest yeah. time just talking right. But then when I'm the host here, I have to focus on making sure that you're answering I'm asking you the right questions. I also edit the podcast So I so so there's a lot of different things that go into this process of doing a podcast. It's not easy, so right, right. Got to you
1: got ten
0: episodes. go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Keep talking. Go no, ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, go ahead. No, go, <laughs> ahead. Ask a go ahead.
1: No, well, well, it, it's it's funny that the more you the more you dive into a podcast, the more you start to find out the things that make your your podcasting easier, right? The more you dive into anything that you that that you that you have passion for. You, you, your mind starts going down rabbit holes of studying it. And when you start to study it, you start to, for instance, like I, I'm, I'm on, are you on a Mac or a PC? Okay, I'm on a Mac. I discovered Ecamm, Ecamm Live uh, for Mac. I, ca- I can literally have everything right in there as scenes. I can go in there, I can click play. It'll, it'll play the video. With the with the intro to the podcast, I can go to. The, it'll automatically throw me to the next scene. It'll be me talking. I'll click to the next one. And it'll go to my my, my um, guest. I have OBS. Just yes, talk back and forth. Uh,
0: the thing is, I'm not a visual. I'm not a vision. I'm not a visual podcast. Mine is strictly audio. I do the video so that me and you it's just much more comfortable for me to see someone and talk to them. Visual podcast. I'm an audio podcast, so it's easy. Right. So well, I just I'll do it because it's easier to talk.
1: You I'll tell you something, though. What, you, what you've what you done already, if you just had a tag at the beginning that was a video tag and a closing tag, leaving it just like it is yeah, right now. I have it. Okay. Oh, video?
0: I have, yeah. A video? Okay. Yeah. I, the, the, so then, so then, uplo-
1: <laughs> so, so export it as a video.
0: Yeah, no, I, like, I record, right now I'm recording on my Rodecaster Pro. I okay, like.
1: Okay, oh, nice, nice.
0: So, so right. yeah, I, right, right now I'm recording on my right. Rodecaster Pro, but yeah i have i have every listen i have um let's see let's see uh, i'll play it for you are, are you on youtube um are yes you on YouTube? uh we, well um my sh- i have a youtube channel that i'm really not focusing on but um we have a the radio state the um the radio uh the production company itself we have a uh, real wise tv where i post my inspirational quotes of the day uh we put on we're putting on some other stuff uh our Thursday night shows, yeah, it's on YouTube. But we have intros and, and everything, like, ah, uh, let's see. Is this well, let
1: me, let me just kind of explain to you how I do mine. So I do, I click play, it does my intro video, and then I go into my, my interview with my guests just like this. At the end, I click outro, and it plays the video. And then I click end, and within 10, 15 seconds, Ecamm gives me my completed video, which I upload to YouTube in 10 minutes. And now now it's on YouTube. I, I successfully tagged that with certain things. YouTube now owned by Google. Every third thing on any Google page you search is going to have a video. If you tag it correctly, you're going to end up being the third thing on, the, on page one. And then you're also creating internet content. So now because I have the video... I publish through Buzzsprout. So I just drag the video into Buzzsprout. It s- snags the audio straight from the video. So everything is now very, s- so simple and streamlined. And that's what I'm saying for you. When you're doing your process, I'm sure because of your passion for podcasting and your passion for helping, uh, we, we jumped off on a technical end there for a second, but because of your passion that you are doing the things that are driving you to study more and more and more. And I'll bet you, I'll bet you for you, that hours go by and you don't realize how long you've been studying something about podcasting
0: yeah I'll right? sit, I'll sit <laughs> here and and I and I'll sit on a course looking at stuff on on video management or or editing or or reapers or just something that and I think it's like Two, three o'clock, and I look. It's like five, six, seven o'clock, and I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs>
1: right, right. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know, when you're passionate about something, time is time is irrelevant. Because you're you're gonna you're gonna find that passion. As as Indy and Larry, the bike builder, said, "If you do what you love, the money will come." And so, you know, you have to stay in that that space of of your passion. What's driving you? You know, you don't need as much sleep when you're passionate about something because. Uh, it's positive energy, you know. The Beatles used to say when they would get into a, a negative state, they would call it a drag or or or, um, or man that's heavy, you know? <laughs> you know. And the reality of it is, is they're right. Negativity is a drag and it's heavy because it is a low, tiring energy. But the second you get into your passion and you and you find that driving force, you don't need as much sleep because it's a high, you know, uplifting energy, and, and you are just not tired out at the end of the day from it. And so that's why you can go for hours searching one single topic. I go down rabbit holes all the time, yeah. dude. I'm, I'm yeah. right with you.
0: <laughs> it's like I start I start tr- researching stuff, and I start looking into stuff on how to make this sound better or that sound better, or how do I edit this, or and and it's, again, but it's it's fun. It's something. It's entertaining to me because. It's something I love to do. It, this is something right. I'm interested in. This is a topic that I'm finding that I'm really, really passionate about. So it's not. I don't think focus on that on that time that I'm that's going by. To me, it's still me yeah. learning and growing. So,
1: right. I fa- I found a passion for doing this video work as well, uh, specifically the video work because I do. I put out a daily vlog, you know, and so I'm putting out a daily piece of motivation on video every day. So people are are like, I got to got to do it.
0: Unfortunately, on my part, we had some technical difficulties and I didn't get to get John's plugs. So I will be putting them in the description once I I release the episode. But again, this has been a great episode and I needed to get it out. So now it is time for shout outs. Big shout out to my Real Wise fan, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for
1: listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash stuck in my mind. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out.